Welcome to Opinion Happers, a movie podcast for bean lovers. I'm Cody. I'm Tyler. Off the top of your dome, top three beans for you. Go ahead. The, I'll wait. You got the kidney bean. Okay, interesting. Lima bean. All right, also and interesting. black bean. Wow. I mean, how are you going to... You're gonna leave Pinto out of this? Pinto, how dare you, can sir? Go how die dare in a you? hole. Pinto is the working horse that bean, no, no. that carries uh, all beans on its back. The okay? black bean is the superior bean. Okay, you tell me you're going to Chipotle and you're like, give me Pinto beans. No, forty percent of the time, yes, I am. Go to your whore. Okay, look. <laughs> all right, I don't want to stir up too much controversy. For the bean community, just wanted to give him a shout out. Why? Why, you might ask. Tyler, what do we watch today? We watched the Brothers Grimm, right? Yeah. Not the Brothers Grimsby, the Brothers Grimm, which you almost clicked on Grimsby. Twice. I watched you almost do it. Yeah. Um, you know, if it weren't for beans, this screenplay never would have happened. Yeah. You know? Here's the thing. I really thought you were going to say this was a podcast for dress pattern makers that's what i thought you were gonna go with i was so sure of it i would have bet my kidney on it cody would you bet your kidney beans never lima beans come on lima beans you're telling me you put lima lima. beans lima beans ahead of navy beans see now there you know there could be an argument there i'm just saying i'm a fan of the lima i understand not everyone is i like the lima bean i just think it's too aggressive of a shape. It's too large and aggressive for me. I need a calmer, gentler bean. Cody, what's your most treasured memory of kindergarten? Wrong. It's when you sprouted <laughs> the lima bean. All right? In the paper towel, we all did it. You remember it? The only bean you I've treasured. ever sprouted is a green bean, sir. How dare you? It was a lima bean, and you know it. Tyler, I'm big mad about this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, know. I saw this in theaters. When it came out, and it was far too spooky for me because I was a gentle boy, as we've discussed. Okay? Yeah. Rewatching it now, I'm just angry. I'm no longer afraid. I'm just upset. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can get into why I'm so upset about it to start. Because there's too much that's going to pour out of me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold back. I'm going to uh, hold on to my ego and wait for a moment. But let me ask you this. Will you give me a synopsis? Of the Brothers Grimsby. Alright, synopsis of the Brothers Grimsby. Uh, There's uh, Mark Strong and Borat. Is it Borat or is it? It's Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. That's what I was was struggling with. And one's a spy. Mark Strong is a spy. Okay. And he helps Sasha Baron Cohen fake his own no that's an adam sandler movie on netflix they're spies that uh, here's what i understand the brothers grimsby is a bad knockoff of the other guys that's all i that's what i assume it is oh. that's what it looks like the cover's the same as it one is of the, the cover you're right it's the same it always seemed the same now the brothers grim yeah what's what about the movie we watched do you want to give us a synopsis of that uh it's what if the brothers the Grimm brothers, instead of just going around and kicking down old ladies' doors and saying, give me all your stories, mm-hmm. what if they were witch hunters? 
But let's twist the twist and say, what if they were con artist witch hunters? Yeah. Also writing the stories. Very well done. Very well done, sir. Now let me ask you this question. How'd it go for you? What's your level of anger? I'm not angry, Cody. You know me. Okay, well, how'd how'd you enjoy it? I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Your first take. You're disappointed. I'm disappointed. At me or at the movie? Uh, Both. I'm disappointed at you for not questioning the dressmaker, the dress pattern maker thing that I said earlier. What was that? That's what the guys who basically had to rewrite the script gave themselves the credit of. Oh, I saw that. Because, I did see that. Yeah. Because yeah. they couldn't credit themselves as writers. So they were like, this is movie. More based on what they say. It was more based on a pattern than a. Yeah, a dress pattern. Than yeah. A screen. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a little fun tidbit that I thought that's what I thought you were going to go with. And then you didn't. Nope. Anyway. Nope. You betrayed me and it's fine. Uh, I thought, you know, it's. Normally, I can be like, I could see how this was a good, this could have been a good movie, and I saw where they go wrong. I, mm, I don't think they could have done this better. I think <laughs> this, this is not, you know, like it's seeing very- it, it's seeing everybody do really well in their roles. I feel like, and then thinking this is not good. It's like, it's is this very- a flawed concept? We'll get into it later. We, because we can't get all the way into it now. I think it could have been better. I don't think it could have been great, but I think it could have maybe been good. Mm. Here's my thought. This yeah. wasn't a good movie, and I didn't enjoy it, but I am upset about it. Is that yeah. fair to say? For you, sure. <sighs> but would you recommend it? No. Yes, you don't. Would. Don't watch it. You don't wanted to it. watch it. You wanted to. You made me watch this. No, but you wanted to. You saw me dodge trying to watch this, and I thought I dodged the books. I was like, sweet, we didn't do it for like a spooky October episode. Nailed we, it. Here's the thing, Cody. From the beginning, here we, we here planned happened. to do it. After October ended, and then you were like, let's do it now. Because we had planned to do it the and week I after. I was so broken, you know? I was so broken that I couldn't say no. Yeah. I just had to accept it. Yeah. And then we proceeded to watch it with commercials on Pluto TV. That was your decision. <laughs> you chose this fate. Here's why I didn't reverse it. Too much work. You got to exit all the way out of the app. You got to find it in a different app. Then you got to pay money to rent it without commercials from another app. That's easily 90 seconds worth of time. Yeah. And I saved us time by only making us watch 15 minutes of commercials oh, throughout the movie. Cody, it was more than 15 minutes of commercials. Also, but you know, but what we did learn was <laughs> what kind of detergents and dryer sheets we could use, what kind we each used yeah. as we discussed it with each other. That was a other. fun adventure. I, yeah. There were like seven different laundry products that were advertised yeah. throughout the span of the movie commercial breaks. Yeah. It, it was fascinating. I was like, how dirty do they think the people watching pluto tv are and do they think i'm this dirty it wasn't I mean, even like what it was it was seven different kinds there were softeners there were dryer sheets there were smell beads there were like four different kinds of detergents so should we get into it yeah let's you know let's uh mm. Mm. let's you know, just put stick your arms out to your side cody okay do, there you go and then 
I don't know what he does to summon them, but eventually some of these crows are going to come down. We're going to ride the crows <laughs> to ride the crows spoiler the, to spoiler because it's in Germany. Yeah. Oh, which translates to, to that. spoiler town. Yes. USA. That's the direct translation from German into English. All right. Since you asked, here's They're why German. I'm mad about this movie. Yeah. Tell me. You might know this. You might not. It was directed by Terry Gillum. Oh, you don't know who that is? Nobody knows who that is. Let me tell you, he's the man. He's only the man who directed every Monty Python movie and one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time, 12 Monkeys. Aren't mm-hmm. you upset now? Doesn't that break your heart that that man, but also doesn't this movie make a lot more sense now? Yeah. Like the weird kookiness of it. You're like, oh, if this was Monty Python doing some of these characters, this would be a really fun time. That's the thing. Instead, it's like an overly serious movie with like the most zany character that feels so out of place and it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It is. If this was a comedy, it would have been hilarious. Yeah. Maybe that's what the Brothers Grimsby is. Instead, it is. There's some upsetting things about this movie. Okay. Anyway, that's what made me most upset. 12 Monkeys. This is why you should never watch this movie. Because you should watch 12 Monkeys instead. You saw 12 Monkeys. Don't tell me you didn't see it. I watched it with you. Yeah. We watched 12 Monkeys and we watched Looper. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, Cody. I like 12 Monkeys. I like it a lot. I like that movie. It's Mm -hmm. a good movie. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever... Really thought of someone who I would ever recommend that movie to. How dare you, sir? Uh, I would recommend so it to you if you hadn't seen it. Thanks. Thank you. But you also didn't like Looper. I did like Looper. How who dare didn't you? like Looper? Some name names, Cody. Some one of our friends didn't like Looper. I don't think Bindi liked it. Who didn't like Looper? I don't know. Kalen. Kalen probably. Mm. If you didn't like Kaylin. Looper. Tweet me at Opinion Havers and tell me why. It's so good. I think it's the best Ryan Johnson movie, right? We can say that. Yeah. Has the most, what I view as the most horrifying sequence of any movie I've ever seen. And I've seen, I've seen most of Human Centipede. You have? Yeah. But I've seen the sequel. I watched the trailer for it, which is really all you need to do. (laughs) But have you seen the sequel sequel? Here's what I've seen of Human Centipede. I've heard Dan Harmon give like a 12 minute recap of it. And it's amazing. You've seen it. If you've <laughs> done that. I mean, that's really. All. Yeah. He, I know. It has, it's yep. a movie that exists for like 12 people to watch it and the rest of us to enjoy the meme of it. <laughs> like yeah. explaining what it is. Yeah. I mean, we watched it fast forwarding through to the good parts because one of my friends was one of those lucky 12. Mm. Who his uncle, who I believe may have, I don't know, may have diddled him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he never said anything. He never indicated anything. Uh But if somebody's like, my uncle watched this with me. Right. That man's not your uncle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is your abuser. Okay, this movie starts out. And the whole thing is, it's like Jack and the Beanstalk, right? Someone sells the cow, he gets the magic beans. Yeah. And, uh. It was here's the thing. They they went with that vibe and you're like, I get it, right? It's a fairy tale. It's Jack and the Beanstalk. He gets 
the older brother's mad at the younger brother because he had the magic beans. He like smacks the beans out of his hand, and then like the younger brother just is kind of just like awkwardly looking at the camera, like beans. And then it's like the brother's grim. I was like, "What?" That's the the yeah. intro ended on the most awkward shot. I was like, "It's just him looking. He's not even like upset about the beans. He's, they were down. He's, he like, they tackled him to the ground. It looks like he was like straight on the spectrum, just like beans, <laughs> like looking forward, could not well, register the emotions of the scene, and then they were like." end scene well no he tackled it. him down i'm just saying and he was about to kill him and then that's nearly enough emotion on that boy's face oh yeah no he never stopped with his awkward smile even as he was getting tackled beans? to the ground magic beans um if you want a recommendation recommendation for a movie with sasha baron cohen in it i just watched uh, the trial of the chicago seven on netflix it's an aaron sorkin movie so you know i had to watch it um Anyway, they, they mentioned something about, like, the magic beans. You're like, you traded a cow for beans, for magic beans. He's like, well, the thing is, the beans worked. <laughs> like, it's not a good diss. You know what I'm saying? The be- the magic beans were magic beans, except not in this. Or yeah. maybe it was. I think it wasn't, because the idea, the, the idea of the movie is that Heath Ledger goes on to write the stories of their fun adventures they have, right? Yeah. So there wasn't a magic bean sock, but he probably made up a story. But also, that's an English folktale and not a German one. Yeah, but most of the things that the German, the uh, you know weren't ink or German folk tales. They were just ones that guys wrote down. Here's the thing, Cody. Mm. So you know how everybody's like, oh, the grim fairy tales—they're horrifying, right? Right. This is what they did. They're like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna travel the world, the known world of Germany, France, and England, the entire planet at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they were like, we're gonna gather all the folk tales. And we're going to censor them so that they're good for young audiences. And then we're going to publish books about it. And everyone's going to love us and we'll be rich. And it worked. They're they're the ones that have the censored versions of these folk tales. I mean, you've seen the Krampus. You've seen what Germans do for folklore. They're like, yeah, and it eats your children. And it's got like a, it's got a. Uh, a, an elf in blackface and that's what it does and it eats the children and we love him it's the Krampus yeah yeah, yeah. I get it I have, I have a confession to make to you talk to me there's been you know some possible slander thrown your way once or twice about mm. your mm. you know very Aryan look mm. you know? by who nobody in particular but someone with a podcast someone with a podcast <laughs> But yeah, most of my family is German, and my mom came from a like a super German, uh, you know, like those places where they didn't keep speaking the language, but ninety percent of their culture stayed exactly the same. Yeah, that's where she came from. Yeah. So, I could tell you, German people, douchebags. No. But you gotta love them, you know. They can make a nice car. They know? can, you know. So they make some good food too. Sausages. You ever had a worst? You know, I've had I've had a, a worst. I've had a large a large pretzel. I've partaken of the schnitzel. Mm, I like that you know? schnitzel. I can't knock any of it. Speaking of schnitzel, have you ever seen Hoodwinked? Oh, okay, I have a story about Hoodwinked. Oh, I do want to. Do I that watched. One. I didn't watch Hoodwinked in theaters. It was a very sad day for me. You know what I did? Where I did watch it in computer science class in high school. You know who was also in computer science class in high school? Boom, that's right. A German foreign exchange student. He missed it that day, and we were like, I forget his name. We're like, Hans. It was something pretty German. 
and they were like, you gotta see this. <laughs> so we, we went just to that scene, put it on the big TV, watched it, and we all looked eagerly at him the whole time, and he was like, he thought we were so stupid. We're like, this is the best thing ever. We made this German guy watch the schnitzel song. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I've made I, my I, wife watch that schnitzel song many times. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a... <laughs> it's a good time yeah you know Uh, the little german children are extra horrifyingly animated mm -hmm. you know yeah everybody Mm -hmm. looks a little bit messed up in that movie yeah but the little german kids look extra messed up (laughs) yeah yeah anyway back to this one matt damon is in this you didn't believe me when i said this was matt damon and heath ledger i just want to recall to that original conversation about this movie here's the thing you looked at the I cover. I had seen it. <laughs> you seen it. You looked at the cover. You were looking at their faces. And one, you didn't believe me. And then once you caved, you swapped them and thought Yo. they were backwards. Here's the thing. Yes, I swapped them. Because when I saw when you see them in the movie, you're like, they need to be swapped. That should be Heath Ledger's hair, and that should be Matt Damon's hair. Why does Matt Damon have like tufted blonde hair? That's a like Heath Ledger hair. <laughs> Heath Ledger's hair is halfway there already, right? Like we've right. seen him with that kind of hair in other movies. Okay, like Night, Night's Tale or whatever. Yeah. Anywho, here's what I found out. Oh, yeah, tell I'm me. sure you've seen this. Yeah. They switched roles. Matt Damon and Heath Ledger were like, Terry Gillum, I think we need to switch roles. And he was like, why not? You know, we don't have a screenplay. Let's just do it. I was so upset. I was like, why did they switch roles? I don't understand. Yeah. Look, I like Matt Damon. Heath Ledger's got more charisma, and he should have been the charisma guy. <laughs> yeah. What was that about? I don't know. Ugh. But yeah, I mean, would it have been better had they kept the original roles? Yes, because who can play the old douche, and who can play the young, sweet science guy? Uh, the opposite of the way they did it, Cody. Uh. That's who, you know, it's Matt Damon's the sweetie boy, and, you know? Yeah. Let's, what guy, one guy plays stuff i guess i don't know and the other guy is the joker which one do you want to be the more antagonistic brother mm-hmm. yeah the guy that could play the joker oh yeah that guy bill paxton what if only right if only. so uh my next note is uh oh so they're just dicks because i forgot that they were like con artists so in the yeah. beginning the next scene is them and they go they're like we're gonna cast the witch out don't worry it's gonna cost a lot of money but it's fine we'll do it they go to the barn, they fight off the witch, it's great. And then the guy leaves from the town, and they're like, sweet. And then the dudes, the actors come out, and they're like, we did it, nice job. There's a big troll guy, who's way, he's the first character who's way too much. You know, the muscly guy who's yeah. doing all this? It's one of those things, like, this would work in a comedy, but yeah. it's not, he just comes off as uncomfortable. But you know? it's so funny that it's scary, right? <laughs> yeah 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 i cody they only here's what you need to understand they only get a tenth right yeah same as they want the Lord a double gets. yeah they want but they want double so what is that 20th 20th each it's a 40th no <laughs> <laughs> okay it's two twentieths. two twentieths. 40%. So they, <laughs> they lit a horse on fire. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Remember? Oh, I remember. 
What was that about? <laughs> they, they lit a horse on. Like that wasn't CG make fire. To make them run. I saw yeah, CG I fire in this movie, and that was not it. Look, Cody, when you make when when you're making a movie and you look down and you open up that little binder that's got all the lines and placements and you know real the outline of the movie what are you expecting to see you're expecting to see a script and you open it up and it's a dress pattern everything's thrown out the window cody <laughs> it's like it's like the uh it's like the tapestry thing from midsummer yeah it's like they just have that they're like well so <laughs> there's a horse it. on fire here's a tower Ooh, all right let's do this yeah. So, also, <laughs> okay. So Matt Damon, I don't know. So then they're at the bar later that night. They're celebrating. Heath Ledger's talking about to give away all their secrets because I don't know he sucks or something. Because he's he's drunk and he's smart. Magic beans. That was the dig that Matt Damon used on him like three different times, maybe five times in the movie. Yeah. Just kept saying magic beans. I was like, I don't know, man. Let it go. Aren't you guys doing well, you know? Don't you have a good thing going? Yeah. Which, here's the thing. With that kind of thing, it makes sense if it's in, like, a really good movie where you establish it in such a way where it's like, that's, it is a thing between them as brothers of, you are doing something dumb. You gotta think about what you're doing. And he's like, okay, I gotcha. But then, later on in the movie, they're like, no, he just says it because he's still mad about the Magic Beans incident. Yeah. And Which, every time they say magic beans, I just think of like the awkward boy's face from yeah. the beginning of the movie. The boy that didn't change his expression at all. <laughs> yeah, oh man. It's like the guy the kid they cast got pneumonia and they were like, Alright. We gotta find the nearest child and put him in makeup. And I think they set. just kidnapped a kid from like the nearby school. He was probably German and didn't know mm-hmm. what was happening. Mm-hmm. Probably. Anyway, they're at the bar. They're getting tipsy, and then uh, some dudes come who are German or French or they're something. French. Yeah, they're French. They are in French occupied Germany, trying to run away. The guy throws up. What are those called? They're Bola. like bolas. Yeah, to wrap around. It only wraps around one of his feet, but he does trip and fall. Yeah. Did you catch that? <laughs> oh, like, that when he woke him up. That's what you're talking about. Because he like diffuses the whole thing when those guy, the French soldiers walk in. And then, oh, right. And then Amadeus wakes him up. That's right. That's the exact same costume that the guy wears in that movie, right? Probably. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I feel Neither confident Neither have I, but you've seen the thing. The poster? The poster. Oh, yeah. Uh, he wakes him up. Um, and then there's the Italian guy. I was so confused the, so, whole, the whole time. Cause that's a good question. Yeah. I th- they paint him to be French, right? Because they're like, Brothers Grimm, we all know they're German. Some of us know that? Great. We're in Germany, right? Yes. There's French people, right? Okay, got it. And then he's like, Bambini. I was like, wait. <laughs> is he Italian? <laughs> Hold on. Or is he because French? Because then, later in the movie, they go to like the French aristocrat general's house, and everyone there is super French. But then the Italian guy is there being Italian. And it was... that's I think that's one thing that kind of missed the mark in this. And so I was like, if they should have just done it German. Because I think they tried to play the politics of like, ah, German, France, France is occupying it. Maybe there's some English people. How about one Italian man? And it's just, it never connect. It didn't make sense to me most of the time. I was like, they're French. French are bad guys? They are? No. They're occupied. 
So the Germans don't like it. The Germans don't care that much. The Brothers Grimm care. Why is there an Italian man? How is he friends with the French dude who's occupying Germany? So is, was he was Bambini. he an Italian mercenary? He's an Italian torture artist slash fashionista? I don't know, man. So that's I I did spend a lot of the movie trying to figure this out, because <laughs> like, you you did the same thing. We both did the Italian thing. And that was the first time it really clicked with me. Of like this man is Italian. He is <laughs> definitely I not. He was doing a French accent for the first scene or two, but then he throws out the word bambino. It's like, I guess it isn't a French accent. It's an he's an Italian man. Yeah, maybe maybe. Well, so the only thing I could think of is is he an Italian man? Who they've hired to be his torture artist or something? Because he's like, he makes a reference to where he's like super well known or his family's super well known for this. But he's just a nutcase. He is someone who belongs in a Monty Python sketch. Yeah, he does. Except there's no one, there's no straight man to play off of. Ever just kind of like going along with it, you know? Like there's no. He is the straight man. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's. He's too much the entire time. I even, and, and you know, I was trying to figure it out because like French occupied Germany. When did that help? So are these Napoleon times? Yeah. Okay. So I I figured it out then. There's like a magic carpet thing they do. Is it, it what? Is it like a handkerchief or a scarf goes in like uh, the river or it's creek? A, Cody, please. We're in Germany. It's a shawl. Okay. All right. There's is a shawl. A, is a child's shawl. And um, they CG that thing. And it... <laughs> yeah, they would have had better luck putting some fishing wire on it and tugging. And instead they're like, we're going to completely... We know we have enough computer technology to like make a wet cloth that also floats through air, right? And they went for it and it was bad. Here, let me get you with this though. Those bugs and the birds. Uh-huh. Even the wolf. Also CG, Cody. <laughs> better or worse than the shawl? Better, Cody. It, it was better. Better than the shawl. I don't know, man. The shawl was the wolf especially... had some bad shots. The wolf, yes. <laughs> but the shawl looked like it was pulled out of a movie like Hoodwinked, where <laughs> it's a different art style to the CG. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. So then the thing is, the Brothers Grimm are in trouble because the the French guy catch. What? Are the, why does the French guy care that they're conning people? What was that about? Did they? Because have... it's illegal, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. So then he's like, "Tell you what, if you can go and get rid of this actual witch, or no, something. they just think he's another con artist. Oh. But like, this one's kidnapping children, which they so haven't we done. Gotta, so we gotta. So we gotta. You gotta help us get rid of the bad guy, or something. Yeah. Whatever. He's like, you're annoying, they're annoying. Go and go do whatever. And then uh, they get to the town, the carriage and horses ride in. There's geese in yeah. one shot, then they're gone in the next shot. They use that geese, those geese, like five different times. Yeah. What was that about? I think they were just there. But then they're not, like, they show them scattering the geese, and then the next shot, they're like, there's no geese here. Yeah. That bothered me. Because they were gone. Show me the geese. They're lighting horses on fire, they're chasing geese around. Yeah. I don't know. Geese are. You know, nobody needs geese in their life. You know, they'll. You know, yeah. I'm. You know what, Cody? Hot take right here. Geese are dicks. <laughs> yeah, they are. I geese. was talking. I was talking to Bailey about this. She's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, she never had the experience of being chased by a goose as a child. 
Yeah. Did you have that experience? Or at least like your dumb cousin did? Like you went to the park and he was the one who was like, this is a good idea. I'm seven. I'm going to chase these geese around. But then he gets chased by the goose because the goose are hostile. Cody, have you have I ever told you about the story of the goose? Cody, <laughs> at my high school, uh, <laughs> there were two entrances really that everybody used. There's the main one. There's a side one. Classic. By the side one, goose decided to post up and lay its eggs. No. So uh, you couldn't use that. Couldn't use that door. But everybody wanted to be like, I'm going to take a look at that goose. My friend got chased by the goose up a wall. No. It was like a seven or somewhere between seven and ten feet. It was a very high wall. And he ran up a portion of the wall and grabbed the top and pulled himself up the wall. And another friend just watched all this happen. And he's like, I've, I've never seen him. He ran up the wall to get away <laughs> from the goose. Yeah, The goose wasn't even really going for him. It was just like behind him, oh honked at him a couple times. It scared him so bad. The goose uh, attacked and injured several students. And then eventually the goose had to be taken by animal control yeah. with the eggs and moved because for the senior prank, the goose is loose became the theme. <laughs> <laughs> and they were going to catch the goose and let it loose in the in the, oh, no. in the school. And I was like, well, someone's going to die. Uh, the goose is going to die or a student's going to die. has to be like the hardest job is working for animal control and getting a call where it's like, there's a very angry goose capture it <laughs> that has to be a stressful and difficult job also there's gonna be a bunch of teenagers there don't let them get involved yeah. or touch the goose but so yeah. uh here's the strength of this movie Cody, the one, goose is loose I've, I've noticed one thing about the movie they have some pretty good sets yeah a lot of the they have a lot of good practical sets like the german villages and things like that are pretty good i think that's the strength of this movie yeah. maybe the strength yeah, I mean, there's like, some good members of the cast, I guess. I think they all did an awesome job with the character they were given. Yeah. I think the characters they were given did not belong in the same movie. Yeah. For the I, most part. I hear ya. Um, I think this know. cast could have made a good movie, though. Yeah, probably. If probably. The Grimm brothers were told to be more zany. Um, here's the thing about this movie. Since you talking about, since you brought up the cast... Let's get into it. Tell me. Things happened. Okay. I mean, most Hollywood movies, like, this person was rumored, this person accepted, there was conflicts. You know, it happens all the time. Yeah. There's some interesting ones here. It's Tell not me. just the Mad Damon. There aren't just people switching roles in this movie. Initially, the director was like, you know, we should get Samantha Morton to play the queen. We all know Samantha Morton, two-time Academy Award winner. For movies such as Something About the Night or whatever, and also another one. Harvey Weinstein. Remember Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. He was like, tops of her arms are fat. That's not sexy. No one wants to have sex with that. Uh, we're not. No, you can't cast her. Isn't that horrific to hear? I mean, it's Harvey Weinstein. so But it makes expected. so much sense. Yeah. Which is, I think is shameful. You know? This is a two-time Academy Award-winning actress we could have had in this cast. And it's something, it's like the director and maybe Matt Damon or maybe it was Heath Ledger. Anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, here's some other people that uh, 
could have been in this movie. Uma Thurman was originally going to be... Uh, no, she turned down the role of the queen. Uh-huh. Nicole Kidman and Anthony Hopkins at one point were cast in this movie. And they had scheduling conflicts. Mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins. He actually would have had to play the French general or the uh, woodsman, probably. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Robin Williams turned down the role of the woodsman, which would have made this a whole completely different movie, right? Right. That's interesting to think about. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Robin Williams. Can you imagine? Okay, what if this movie was completely different and it was like, Uma Thurman is the queen, Nicole Kidman is the huntress lady, Anthony Hopkins is the general dude, and Robin Williams is the woodsman. I feel like that would that have been point, like a star-studded cast. Yeah, and, and at that point, you have to just say we have to. You just got to make it like a comedy where there's some super serious moments, but they're only there to make the funny moments stand out more. Yeah, you can't have this half. It's like half the cast were in a drama and half the cast were in a comedy. Yeah, and it's oh, like, yeah, yeah I can't. It wouldn't have worked. It's just, they made Heath Ledger so unsexy and i find that offensive yeah i know that's what's offensive if you were gonna make one of those two men unsexy let's go back to it who would you make that's right matt damon you make (laughs) matt damon unsexy easily who thinks jason Bourne is sexy nobody nobody uh all right have you ever watched have you watched recently any of those jason Bourne fight Things that it's were a, so well choreographed. Nah, it's been a long time. I tell you one. what, you watch John Wick and then watch Jason Bourne right after, and you're like, "Stop cutting! Oh my gosh, it's so many cuts." It's like I said to my, I was watching one with my wife yeah. the other day, and I was like, "This really feels like Liam Neeson jumping over a fence right now." That's what this <laughs> feels like. Yeah, and it's uh, it's aggressive. Not oh, a lot yeah. of cuts in this film, though, Cody. Oh. That's what I appreciate about it. Stop. I there's some weird moments too. Like there's a part where they're like, "We're gonna need a I don't know." Like the music swells. Like we're gonna need a guide. Music swells for no reason. All right, uh, cut to the next scene. Here she is. I don't know. There was well, just I get that because I think that that scene is one of the ones that belong in the comedy version of this, where because it's him being like given this epic speech where it's like it would have cut right at the music. Yeah. swelling and then they would have been at the hunters but instead they're like we're gonna do the funny thing and it's be like all right so we're gonna need like a guide and this and like yeah. let's get down to like the logistics of this which is like something you put in a comedy of like yes yeah, so we have no idea what we're doing right now yeah you're gonna have to help us out yeah versus the like we're heroes and we're here to save your village you know oh yeah i I don't know, black hat guy, Italian man, Italian, the Italian Frenchman. What a ray of sunshine, am I right? He's so gross the whole time. Because uh, he goes in, in the hunter's house, what does he do? Does he like smell her or lick the rabbit? Or He smells her, her and then he throws a dagger at the uh, rabbit. And then there was so much spitting in this movie. This is the most spitting I've ever seen in a movie. Well, because right? she's cursed. Everybody's spitting in this movie. There's the old lady who's spitting. I think yeah. the the Italian guy's spitting left and right. I was like, it yeah. needs to stop. It was it was one of those things like it could have been a bit. Like they could have made into a really funny bit where it's like where it's like, why do people spit here so much? Like they could have played into that instead of just like, please stop spitting. It feels so gross right now. Nah. It's fine. You know? Who was uh who was playing around with their castle? Was it Oh, it was Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I was like, God, you got to stop, man. <laughs> I can't do it. Which, you know, like, again, it's like... What, did he have a wig on, or did he have, like, a, a helmet hat? with a tassel? Like a, yeah. oh, like a old yeah. 
like a German military helmet yeah. with a tassel, and he's just like, mm-hmm. Which it could have played because he was acting like like a teenage girl in a rom com yeah. does. So it yeah. could have played like every you know this movie could have been so funny because there's still moments of it that are pretty funny, and they're just killed by like characters like the like the huntsman who have no chill, you know. It's like, ha, hey, isn't that funny? He's legend. You know, he doesn't have long hair, so he's twirling his tassel. <laughs> also, this girl's father died in a snowstorm, and the evil witch put a spike into his heart to keep uh-huh. him alive. You know, like, this is, like, you're like, okay, you know, it's like driving a car with your friend who just learned how to drive stick, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, it does lack a certain sense of, uh, direction maybe continuity continuity i I have so many notes that i just can't even place i got one just oh she a freak i don't i'm guessing it's the is it when she are you talking about grandmother toad or the guide or the queen the the guide maybe i think it might have been the guide was it when she licked the toad or was yeah it's when she licked the toad (laughs) she licked a toad I don't know, man. That's uh, what's for Cersei? Is that who it is? Yeah, the Cersei of uh, Cersei Game Lannis. of Thrones. That was uh, something else. Yeah, <clears throat> it's funny. I hate seeing uh, the guy who plays uh, Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Every time I see him in something else, I'm like, you douche, <laughs> and I hate him. But every time I see her, I'm like, oh, I like her because that's like the one role I feel like she plays where she's a bad guy, yeah. everywhere else she's a good guy. <laughs> Yeah, isn't she like isn't she like the queen in Three Hundred or something? Yes, one of the main characters in Three Hundred. But see, here's the thing, Cody. Hmm. The guy who plays Joffrey in Game of Thrones, yeah, is universally regarded by everybody who's ever met him as the nicest human. I've heard being. that. I've heard that about him. Yeah. Like people will have spat on him, and he'll be like, "I, th- I see you watch the show. Thanks for you know. Thanks, uh, thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks for watching. You know." And I'm like, "Oh gosh, this guy is such a sweet boy, and you just want to hold him in your arms and strangle him a little bit, but not <laughs> yeah, enough to hurt yeah, him." Yeah. Uh, I've got a note for you. I'd like you to tell me what it means. All right, get me with it. Nom 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 horse. When they fed the spiders to the horse. Ah, hate that. Tiffany liked that part. Why? She just, well, I think that she like, this is what she said. The parts where the kids were taken were like the best parts of this movie as like a sinister, scary movie. Yeah. Everything else of it is just kind of like, this all feels well, like it's wrapped around these moments that are like what the movie was supposed to be. That's the, okay. That's what I think the problem with the fairy tale thing is. I don't know what it is, but I feel like we can't seriously do the fairy tale thing. It's like, it's fairy tale, so it's got to be sort of like cartoony, fantasy, whatever. We can't take it that seriously. Or if you do, because it's fantasy, it doesn't come across as serious as it needs to. I don't know. I haven't seen Snow White and the Huntsman, but I get the vibe of that movie, too, where it's like, it's not really that serious. Like, Into the Woods. I don't know what it is. Like, And then what's the one, what's the Disney show? It's like, on ABC, that's loosely tied into all the Disney Once Upon a Time. Oh, my wife and I watch that all yeah. the time. It's very good. I hate to say it. I hate to be someone who likes that. So, show is it kids. very dramatic, or is it separate yeah. from the same thing? Is it? Yeah. It comes. It pulls it off. Oh yeah. Because it's also grim on HBO for a while, right? Is that an HBO yeah. show? Yeah, I and know. I think that might also be ABC. That's more serious, isn't it? Well, so Once Upon a Time is all is very serious. Like Rumpelstiltskin is the main bad guy. Yeah. 
and he is very sinister when he wants to be. But he plays like when they're in the Enchanted Forest, he yeah. plays a very goofy character, but right. it's like he's so powerful and he will do such evil things and then just giggle and prance away, you know, because he's yeah. just a crazy, super powerful demon wizard dude. Sure. So here's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's possible. And it is possible. And they didn't do it. But I feel like so many times it comes off this where we're like, they didn't capture the vibe right. Yeah. And Terry Gilliam's a man who's done movies like 12 Monkeys that can have this like dark underbelly to them. But he's also done very silly things like Monty Python. And I feel like this is the weirdest combination of those two and it doesn't meld together. Yeah. Which I wonder, because there's so much editing to the original script, so I wonder which way that leaned. Yeah. I also heard like this, the final cut came to a stalemate between him and the Weinstein brothers and they couldn't like agree on things and they sat on this for like six months where he's like fine and then they finally finished it and released it later so I wonder like how much it was the studios being like no you gotta make it marketable and how much was him like no, I want to do it this way how much it was we had to change it's so when you have a bad script it's so hard to make a good movie yeah you know you can make the thing in screenwriting I like to say is you can make a bad movie out of a good script, but you can't make a good movie out of a bad script. You know, it's so much easier to like bring the writing down than to lift up bad writing. Yeah. But like, like, like the guy, the two guys who did the dressmaker, dress pattern maker, basically say they had to rewrite the whole script. Yeah. So that makes you wonder like, was it actually bad or did they just like, oh, we don't like this? Or is it all because, you know, Harvey Weinstein's a terrible person. Mm. Was that the reason? You know, it's a good question. And um, what did he do to Heath Ledger? I don't know. You know, Heath Ledger is the prettiest person in the entire cast. Yeah. So he did something to him. Yeah, he did. Since you asked, um, I don't know. I have a note that says there's way too much politics in this movie. Like we kind of talked about, like. French thing and the German thing. I just wasn't all, I wasn't clear on it all. Yeah. My next note is, so he's a general. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like an hour into the movie. I was like, that's what the French guy is. He's a general. Yeah. I couldn't tell if he was like the king of France or like, um, I don't know, a military person of some kind or a businessman or just a nobleman. Yeah. Anyway, he's a general. Figured it out. Nailed it. Yeah. He struck me. If I understood it right, as he's a general in charge of that like region or province of occupied Germany, so he's not uh, a governor because it's all freshly, I think, it's under, occupied. Yeah, so it's not long. Like he will probably become the governor, which is how we get to Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, I've got a fun history fact for you. Did you know that Napoleon was five foot eight? which is actually above average height for the time in France. Yeah, he was tall, Cody. And it was like a propaganda thing. That the, he was short. England was like, he's short, he sucks, he's short. Yeah. And uh, now it's a thing. Isn't yeah. that fun? Sort of like fun. how carrots improve your eyes. They were like, yeah. this is a lie from the war. <laughs> like, what? We just made this up? Oh, yeah. That's fun. Okay. You got carotene, Cody. The question I have for you. Carrots, carotene. Carotene. Carotene, kerosene. Don't get them mixed up. Yeah. One's good for you. One is delicious, but bad for you. Kerosene? <laughs> I mean, I've t according to some dude in Atlanta, Georgia, I've tasted kerosene. Mm. It's not good. There you go. It's an acquired taste. It was a German drink, though. Here's my question for you. 
Why the kitty? <laughs> cat got kicked. Here's the thing. I, I, that cat getting kicked into that rotor is burned into my brain forever. So I knew. I had to ask the question because I forgot what the context was. So thank you for giving it to me. Why did they do that? Uh, I don't know why. It is something, again, it's, so the, you know, there's a Monty Python movie inside this movie. And that's where it came from. <laughs> a skit about a man who kicks kittens. I mean, like, the whole torture chamber. What, yeah. like, that's a Monty Python sketch, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, they pull them out of their torture thing and it's like, are those snails? Yeah, snails. Because that's, how else are French guys going to torture you? Uh, They're going to put a box around your head and fill it with snails and then cook the snails and your that's head. That's so uncomfortable because the troll guy is already uncomfortable. And then you hover him in snails. I'm just like, I don't want to watch this. It's but just, like, it's also not scary. It's just gross. I'm like, this is gross. Well, I just, I still, I'm like, what were, was the torture that they were going to cook the snails also cooking the people's heads, right? Or was the torture that they put the snails in the box with their heads? <clears throat> I don't know. The what French the have torture? some very specific ways of cooking things, you know? Yeah. Like, if you want to make true coco vin, you have to use the right kind of wine from the right region and a rooster that's 18 to eighteen to months to two years old. That's the rules. And if it's not that, then it's not true, whatever. Oh, you want to make bouillabaisse? base? Well, if you're using anything but paprika from a certain region, then it doesn't count. It's not bouillabaisse. base. It's just some stupid seafood soup that you made that's wrong. So, I mean, is there a very specific version of escargot baked on the face of a man that's put into a cauldron? Yes, the answer is yes. Which I think what you have here is you have the French and the Italians coming together. Mm. So you got your specific thing mixed with the people who say that a type of pizza can't be called a margarita pizza unless it's made with tomatoes that come from a specific, like, two-square-mile region of Italy. Yeah, that's true. That's all true. Which is really funny when people are like, it's not legal to do it. I'm like, I don't think the dollar store brand is paying for tomatoes from margarita, all right? Mm-mm. Right? I mean, the other question is, are you using Parmigiano-Reggiano? And the, oh, you're using mozzarella? Well, is it mozzarella de bufala? Is right? mozzarella. Mozzarella. Oh. La. Speaking of, side note. <clears throat> this is a great time to bring up perhaps our favorite pasta brand, Barilla. Barilla Barilla Pasta. pasta. <laughs> we, I saw this Barilla Pasta commercial six times on one occasion while watching this movie. Yeah. And let me tell you, they leaned harder than anyone has ever leaned into the word barilla and said everything else as like American as possible. And yeah. it drove me crazy. But well, then my other thing is they're like barilla pasta made by uh, Gary Shanice and Gary. You're like, yeah. wait, is that an African American woman and a white man who is clearly not Italian that are in charge of quality control? And are yeah. they singling them out? And are they saying the pasta name like it's from Italy, but it's clearly an American pasta? Here's the thing, though, to Cody. There What's was like two other words that they did with the thick accent. What know. were they? I don't know. Because it wasn't pasta. My note is just barilla. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was... <laughs> I don't... What? Here's the thing about the Italians. It's like the people who say Ubisoft is pronounced Ubisoft, which is true. And well, then the okay, you, the... got, you got Ubisoft... You got Uber, you know, my favorite, my, I, if I have to get anywhere, I'm always using Uber, all Uber. right? Yeah. 
I don't make yeah. up the rules. Here's the thing about the Italians. They're so regional and so specific that as like a foodie hipster garbage person, I deeply respect and I also am very annoyed by. It's like <laughs> they have a government agency to regulate Parmigiano Reggiano. Yeah. There is a board that says, look, if it's from this region and done this way, it's officially Parmigiano Reggiano. And if it's not, it's just dumb Parmesan cheese and it's garbage and we hate it. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? A government agency regulating cheese. That's how much they treasure Parmigiano Reggiano. Yeah. They need to be like not dumb and just have agencies to regulate like where whiskey has to be made like oh, yeah. real normal human beings like normal people and then you make the county it's made in a dry county that's the only way to do it wait are you talking about shovel yeah shovel tennessee yeah land We're, of uh jack daniels yeah which is only made there because you couldn't make it in kentucky right or is it the other way around um i don't know because i think bourbon uh, I get confused between whiskey. Tennessee there's, whiskey. There's wor- whiskey, bourbon. I think bourbon's mostly made in Kentucky. No, bourbon is only made in Kentucky. But I've also heard bourbon whiskey, but then there's scotch, which is also whiskey, but it's scotch. Scotch has to be made in Scotchland. Scotchland. Oh, and it's the same with scotch tape. Because if it's not made in... Okay, so if it's not made it's scotch in Wisconsin. Scotland, then it's just tape. Yeah. But if it's made in Scotland, it's scotch tape. Yeah. That's why it's got the plaid. Plaid. There you go. Yeah. That's why it comes with little kilts around the tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. CG Wolf has got some moves. He is soaring through the air, transmorphing into a man of sorts, just teaching us all kinds of things about the Uncanny Valley, right? Yeah. Yeah. When his legs are real tiny, which they did, that I mean, it's a bold move to because normally, here's what I feel like they normally do when they're like, we're gonna make a man wolf transformation. Yeah, it's gonna transform to where it's gonna look like a man crawling on all fours, and then he's just gonna stand up, and in that stand up is where the last of the wolf goes away, right? Yeah. Yeah, and also decided, you can kind of do like a far wide shot with the moonlight where you're like, oh, he's transforming in the distance. Yeah. Which or is you easy if you don't have good shadow. Shadow's a good way to do it. Yeah, or you do just like... Or just close-ups of the fur. You know, it's like, oh, the fur, fur. Oh, it's going away. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Or like a paw feet, and then a hand yeah, and his, goes down. Yeah, there you go. Right? What did they decide to do? Here's what's going to happen. Wolf's going to stand up, snap in half. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm like, what? And then his feet, his feet are going to say wolf. For like a solid minute. He's going to walk around with tiny little, you know, half inch thick wolf legs. His like neck snaps down and like bends towards the camera. You're like, stop, cut away, do something else. It's too... Which I think would have been more impactful had this been like a dark horror movie. Yeah. But it's not a dark horror movie. So it'll be like you have Cavalli. good at... We've talked about this many times. If you understand the limitations of your effects and use them in the right ways, it doesn't matter how old your effects are. You can make them work. Yeah. This was a movie where they were like, we're going all in on the CG effects. We're not cutting away. We're going to show it to you. And we're going to yeah. do a good job on three of the shots. And by the way, there's 60 shots. Yeah. I blame the Weinsteins. Uh, me too. Because here's the thing. I read that the most expensive effects sequence was like a tree 
they had like a giant CG tree that like picked up the people. They had to fight with them when they first went in the forest. Yeah. And then they cut it and they're like, yeah, most of their effects budget went into that shot. And then they didn't use it in the final cut of the movie. Yeah. Which is crazy. They were just like, it, it kind of was like the coolest part of the movie and it happened at minute 26. So we cut it. They're like, oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> like the best thing you spent the most money on isn't in the movie. Yeah. Heath Ledger's voice was too much. It kind of, by the back half of the movie, I realized he was kind of doing a voice like, yeah. it's about the story. I have the story. He talks like that. Yeah. And uh, it got to me. <laughs> I couldn't He always sounds like, like he's drunk with a marbles in his mouth i was gonna say a fistful of dip but yeah (laughs) yeah yeah because he almost sounds like uh what's the name the guy buffalo bill from from uh (laughs) sounds of the lands that's That's what he sounds like i was like ted levine like gritting his teeth a lot you know like yeah just like he's not quite an he made a choice and uh i disagree with it and he should have been matt damon's character yeah because matt damon can play the timid guy better than that's that's what he got nominated for his Oscar for, right? Was playing the timid uh, Boston kid in the movie with Robin Williams about the janitor. We all know it. We don't need to say the name of it. We can all remember the name. Goodwill Hunting, right? Goodwill Hunting. He was Goodwill. Yeah. And Robin Williams was the hunter, which is why he didn't want to play the hunter in this movie, because he already did it in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Nailed it. I always want to say Rain Man, and that's wrong, just so you know. That is wrong. Just so you know, for the future, if I say Rain Man, that's the movie I'm thinking of. Almost every time. Look, we've addressed the wolf, all right? And that's fine. We've addressed the kitty cat, okay? We've addressed many things. The cat? We have not addressed perhaps the most important thing, which is the gingerbread man, which haunts me. (laughs) It is... If there's one, here's the problem. I was so, we're talking Uncanny Valley. This was the most unsettling part of this movie. It, a child falls into a well, is absorbed by a pile of mud, which goes into gingerbread shape. And we did it similar to Transformers 4, the robots on the ship. He gets like the cartoon eyes. We were like, we're in the real world. He's like, yes, but I have cartoon eyes and I'm a gingerbread man. And it terrified me. And it looked bad and was scary at the same time. And I couldn't handle it. I have. Could you? I've had nightmares not too far in the past. (sighs) About that, Cody. It's something that will stay with you for the rest of your life. I don't understand why we had to look at it. Why the cartoon eyes? It's hor- well, I mean, here's the reason. Because they're supposed to be normal eyes and they're bad CG eyes. So they look cartoony. But the whole thing is like the mud comes out to chase the little girl. Takes her face. Much like Optimus Prime. Uh, I forgot about the face getting taken off of the girl. Yeah. Or boy. Or child. It is a girl. Remember, because the girls were being taken. They do not. Here's the thing, Cody. They do not say this in the film, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But the girls are all made to look like boys because the girls are the ones being taken. Oh, all right. That's why all the little girls look like boys. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Didn't even think about it. I only knew that because when I first saw this or something, talking to somebody about like one of the stories that this is supposed to be based on, that's a thing from one of the fairy tales. Interesting. They would oh, make yeah. little girls look like boys. Anyway, 
Yeah, um, they just slurps him out of the arms of Cavaldi. Uh, because they send him in a, send her into the house with Cavaldi, who then then the thing just punches through the door, grabs her, and then absorbs it, and then yeah. it's like, mm, night is good, and then uh, does the gingerbread man thing, which is horrifying. But I'm pretty sure the original Grim fairy tale is horrifying. He's also made out of mud. Yeah, but then he bakes himself into a gingerbread man, and then he jumps back in the well. It's terrifying. Here's what I didn't like about this. I mean, I'm over the gingerbread man. I'm moving on. You'll never move on. Heath Ledger's obviously in love with the Huntress. Yeah. Then, Matt Damon's like, I want to make out with her. So I did. What's that about? Why can't he be a good wingman for his brother just once? Which I time, didn't like their when brother. He was dying and... They didn't. They weren't good brothers. Yeah, they were dicks. And then he was. Matt Damon was mean to Heath Ledger. And then Heath Ledger was like, "I kind of like this girl." And then uh, Matt Damon was like, "Mad snog." Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Yeah, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like a kinship to the brothers. Yeah, you know, normally the con artist thing, it's like, all right, okay, you're at least you're funny, and I you won me over there. They never really won me over. But Cavalli, he won you over. Oh, the Italian man? Yeah. Cavalli. I just couldn't... Barilla. I couldn't hang with him. There's also a plot about uh, Rapunzel's tower, except that Rapunzel's an old queen lady who is obsessed with the mirror, and then the mirror breaks, and then the crows take up the guy, and then... Um, mirror breaking is how they, they kill her. They beat her. What? That's how they kill her. Because the mirror breaks the, the mirror, mirror on the wall. Mirror, mirror on the wall is the first of them all, and it wants to be her. And she's a scary lady, a scary skeleton lady. But then <sighs> so she's scary. gonna absorb her youth from the girls. Then they foil that plan somehow by shattering the mirror. Uh, Matt Damon looks toad. Uh, the toad turns over and like uh, goes belly up, and I thought it was weird. It's very a little sexual. sexual. Very sexual um, for grandmother Toad. The toad is kind of like, if you know, like something <laughs> gotta be, you know. I just, I, yeah. you know, I want to talk about it. And um, I don't know. Here's what I do want to talk about Matt Damon's character, his hair was based off of Jamie Oliver, the beloved British man who pretends to know how to make Italian food. Yeah. Okay. Cody, here's what you don't understand Jamie Oliver. Is beloved in England. He goes to the the schools, and he makes food. And your cat just threw up. Boo! No, you know. Boo! You okay? Stuff's happening. You know what I'm saying? Boo! Is he gonna eat it now? No. He's gonna, he's gonna bury it though. See, he's pawing some. There's no dirt, but he's pretending to paw dirt onto it. See, he's a good boy. Hide your shame, Boog. Hide it. Hide it. All right. Here's the thing. What was I saying? Jamie, Jamie Oliver, Oliver, no one cares. Okay. I don't know. I didn't love the movie. Uh, the ending was... I was kind of just over it by the end. But you loved it. I this is what you're saying. I Cody, they fired cannons at a forest. <laughs> they light the forest on fire for fun. Burns the forest. Oh That's my gosh. So who was it? Someone blows the fire out with like magic. The queen. And immediately I was like, that's exactly how I feel when someone like isn't wearing a mask near me in public. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, oh, they're just getting, it's getting everywhere, you know? Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. I feel that all the time. How do you feel about it when people are wearing the mask 
but not over their nose yeah, or it's just like not it's too. covering only their bottom lip oh i hate that drives me crazy and then i, I get this too sometimes i'll be like in line I'm like all right I'm, I'm spread out from everyone i'm in line and then like i'll get a really old person i've had an old person like in crutches like you know like walking sticks you know they can barely get around get like right behind me over my shoulder i'm like look you're the one who's gonna die if you get sick and you're like you can't even it's hard for you to walk so it was harder for you to get this close to me i don't know man i don't know what it old people are fearless okay (laughs) they're like i've only got like two more weeks to live anyway so i'm gonna look i'm gonna get up here Right? This is my. I'm asserting my dominance over you. I'm the alpha in this line. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I at the store the other day. I felt someone. I like. I swear I could feel someone's breath on the back of my neck, which in the past I would have been like, oh gosh. But the, you know, in right now, I was like, oh gosh, what's happening? And I was confused and I was scared and I may have soiled myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And it was just a whole cacophony of emotions. I hear you. And it's just some dude in a suit with like... So, here's the thing. The person who gets right behind you and breathes on you like the queen from the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. It's never like, oh, this is a mother with diapers and food and like... Or like a dude with, you know, life-saving medication for his wife, you know... It's always like some dude in board shorts and a polo shirt, and he's got like a Red Bull and a Snickers. And it's <laughs> like, dude, you don't even need to be here right yeah. now. Or it's just like a case of bush light. You're like, oh, yeah. this is it. This is it. This yeah. is what brought you here today. Yeah. No, mm. the, here's what happens even more. Is it's the dude with the two things, and then he's like, "Wait a second, I forgot something." And then he comes back with two cases of bush oh, light, yeah. and it's like, "I really feel like that's what you came here for." Oh yeah, gotta, always gotta put on a show. All right, I have one note. I have one note, and Just I need one? to tell me what it means. I think maybe I have an idea. My last note. Give it to me. Well, maybe not. Because there was a question mark after the, the end. Ah. Uh, Come on. Cody, it's a cinematic universe, much like Dracula Untold. Uh, okay, there was a, here's, here's the thing. There was a movie called Hansel and Gretel. Or Hansel. And Gretel. Hansel and Gretel, yeah. Gretel and Hansel in 2020. Oh, okay. I hate it. Yes. Was it good? I don't know. Because it looks super spooky. Uh, it's got a 60... Okay, it's one of these. 66 on Rotten Tomatoes, 23 audience score. I remember knowing people who liked it, but they would never say it was a good movie. I feel like it landed a lot in, like... You remember Van Helsing? Yeah. Did you like that movie? I didn't see it. Oh, I liked it. I thought it was good. A lot of people described it as like that, but I think... Well, are you, are you nec- talking about the 2020 one, or are you talking about the earlier one? The one with uh, Hugh Jackman. Okay, I think that's the earlier one. Yeah, that is the earlier one. Okay. The new one's that's a show. That's the Witch Hunter with Jeremy Renner? No, no. Yes. Yes. Uh, You're looking at the other one, right? Okay. Hansel and Gretel are bounty hunters who track and kill witches all over the world. I thought that's the one you were talking about. Are you talking about like a new super no, creepy it was one? Like an, it was like the witch, oh. but for Hansel and Gretel. I hate it immediately. Was the other? Was that one got? What is the Jeremy Renner? Jeremy Renner's got a 23 on Metascore. 
Uh, I mean, you want another Rotten Tomatoes? I want to know what the audience score is. Hansel and Gretel. Uh, <laughs> well, it's clocking in at a strong 16% on tomato meter. Yeah. But a hefty 53% on audience score. See, that's what I'm saying, Cody. But what did the other one, the Gretel and Hansel. Gosh, I freaking hate people from California got so got like much. a 66 uh, uh, tomato meter, but like a 20% audience. So, I kind of flipped, basically flipped. I say I hate people from California. I hate people from San Francisco who do things <laughs> just a little bit different. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. I hate it. Ugh, that has come up so many times watching like TV with my wife and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I hate it. Yeah. They lose me immediately when they're like, we do, <laughs> we do things just a little, a little different. different. When they do, Cody, I saw a show where they did it. They did two ha- in one statement. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. You get one. I'm sorry for my people. Also, they talked about a serial killer from Victorville in CSI twice. What? This is the second time it's come up. There's maybe. a serial killer from Victorville? Yeah. Is it a fictional one or a real one? Yeah, I think... Here's the thing. I did take pictures of who they were talking about. Them, right. The things, subtitles. I'll look at it. I'm pretty sure it was fictional. But I it feel like I would have heard real. of one if it was... I mean, serial killer. I mean, like we three got. People. Don't get me wrong. We have plenty of murders. That's um, the thing. It's just I don't think it's one dude doing. It's most. three people. I think they got killed. So it's like everywhere else, they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's a serial killer." But you know, you're in somewhere like Victorville. It's like, Pff. oh, it's Tuesday. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> you know, it's like Kansas City. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, this serial killer flew in from Kansas City." It's like, you mean just a regular murderer from Kansas City? You yeah. don't just murder. You can't murder Come just on, one person. You're like, hey, that might cut it over in Oklahoma, but if you're if you're here in the, in Kansas City, come on. Yeah, you don't even get game. an APB on your car until you've gotten two murders <laughs> on your belt. Tyler, here's my thing. I don't think you're as upset as I am about this movie. I've seen it more than times that than you. Offends me. So here, I would like to share my final fun fact with you. Okay. Maybe this will help you, Aaron. Kruger wrote this movie. Right. He's written a few others. Reindeer Games. Did that make you mad? Fine. I have more. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Oh. Transformers Age of Extinction. Transformers. <laughs> um, the other one. Which one? Last night? Uh, two, three, and four is what he wrote. But three. Right. Three is pretty good. Which one was three? Three is Dark of the Moon. Dark the one of the that Moon. we he like wrote, put. He wrote Dark of the Moon, which is pretty good, but it may be just pretty good because it was after Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, he wrote both. Revenge finally, finally, he wrote Tim Burton's Dumbo. I hate this man. <laughs> this man, okay, Ranger Games, famously terrible movie, right? Famously bad. Transformers, we all know the stigma. He wrote the Dumbo movie. He wrote this. Who is still paying this man to write movies? The Tim Burton Dumbo? Is it the Weinstein brothers? What is happening? Well, didn't Tim Burton Dumbo come out after Weinstein's got, you know? Um, yeah, similar times, maybe a little Cody. after. Cody, Bindi's eating the barf. Oh, she's going for it, Cody. Cody, sorry, we got a, you know, we got a I situation see. here. Oh, you, you I'm right here. It. I'm not going to get up here. She's going to lick your face now. Bindi, go lick his face. Oh my goodness. All right. Bindi's, uh, Bindi's about to cause trouble. Any last, th- any parting thoughts? I you- hate the Tim Burton Dumbo. <laughs> Would you recommend 
the Brothers Grimm to anyone in particular? My wife. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Anyone uh, who likes bad movies. So the real question is, are you going to watch Brazil with me? Because Terry Gillum also directed Brazil, and it's the other like Brazil. movie that's supposed to be good by him. I will but only... it's like more like 12 Monkeys, where it's, you know, I think film people are going to be the ones interested in it. I'll watch it if you pronounce it correctly. Brasil. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Okay. I Please don't watch this movie. Watch any other Terry Gillum movie. Please. Or don't. Just don't watch or any of his movies. don't. Or he watch... worked with, what's the guy, what's the writer's name? Aaron Kruger. He worked with Aaron Kruger, which means he's dead to me. <laughs> I mean, it is, a, it is an impressively bad filmography. And like... What, I mean, I guess he's still writing movies because, you know, Transformers, those were the lucrative Transformers movies, or at least the two, two were. When did it turn? Was four, it four was the super successful one, and then five kind of killed one. it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's like anything else. So, four was enormously successful. That was the over, one that went overseas. And yeah. He, here's what's also terrifies me. The Top Gun reboot everyone's excited for. He wrote it? He wrote it. Uh, he also wrote The Ring, which is a classic, which I, I think people like. He also wrote Ghosts in the Shell. Which no one liked. He also wrote Blood and Chocolate. He also which wrote no one liked. Skeleton Key. Which no the one Ring liked. The Ring 2. No one liked that one. And uh, Imposter. Scream 3. Scream 3. Yeah. No one liked it. Arlington Road. That's it. So, I so don't know. it's either I've never heard of the movie or I'm pretty sure everyone universally hated it. I don't know what his deal is. You know what? Know, we should go break into his house, tie him down, yeah, and just... and tell him that we think he's not very good at his job. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And if things get sexual, hey, that's not on me. I mean, you. I mean, I was gonna murder him. You just went for the sexual stuff. Allegedly, I was gonna murder him. <laughs> <laughs> this is not admissible in court, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I think we'd have to have sponsors to uh, for it to be admissible uh, in court, right? Yeah. That's how it works? <laughs> I know podcast law. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. You can uh, tell us about to other people. Tell us about to other people? Jamie did. She gave us a little plug on the old Facebook Tell us about nice. two other people. Tell us about two other people. That's what, I mean, that's what you say. So, so I'm trying to... <laughs> I think the movie might have it's broken It's called you. Opinion Havers. You know, you can tweet me, at Opinion Havers, and you can just tell me all about how you like this movie, and you can defend Aaron Kruger, and uh, don't we can Aaron get Kruger. into it. No, don't, don't defend him. Tweet me, at Opinion Havers. You know, you can give us recommendations you can abuse us with your weird movies you want us to do this is what i want if you if our fan truly loves us <laughs> they start a petition to make dress pattern maker an official like every movie has that as a credit yes every single person who even changes one word of the script they need to be listed they go in there, and then we keep it out of the Screenwriters Guild. We keep them from finding out about it. 
We wipe their memories when they do. We start a Men in Black-esque organization to keep it a secret. Then maybe we start to outsource, we start to kind of spread our tendrils into other government agencies. Eventually, we are the Men in Black and we control the world. And we go in and they're like, I've never heard of you. And you say, I never will. And then you kill him. And then you're now the president of Nicaragua, right? That's what goes on. And if it, if things get sexual, that's not on me. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. And don't get sexual with the murdered president of I Nicaragua, I, I guess. I guess I, I shouldn't have made that joke in the same podcast where we talked about like Weinstein being... Um, you know, we're, I mean, it's different. Things didn't get sexual with him. He made them sexual. You're saying like, hey, if, if they, it consensually gets to that place, right. that's I'm not, not my making fault. it sexual. It's just hey, you're open that's, to it. That's what I get.